0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Praxis Speech Sister podcast. My name is Melanie Evans. For those who don't know me, I am a certified speech language pathologist, Praxis strategy coach, and certified mindset coach. Here to not only help you get over the hurdle of passing the Praxis, beating it at its own game, but also giving you the tools and the strategies that you need to create your dream career and your dream life. So, Every time we come on this show, I want us to look at the big picture. It's not just about passing the SLP Praxis exam, and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the nitty-gritty of today's episode. So it's not just about passing the SLP Praxis exam. If you are someone who experiences test-taking anxiety, or you're just, you're just feeling nervous and anxious about it, or overall just feeling all of that pressure understand it's not just the exam that's giving you that pressure. It's what that exam and passing that exam means to you. So maybe you are someone who is the first generation in your family to go to college, let alone graduate school, let alone to be the speech pathologist. Maybe you have a big picture of being an entrepreneur And you just have that going on in your subconscious mind. You might not even be consciously thinking about those things, but you know that it would mean so much to yourself and your family if you can pass this exam and move on to the next stage. So today we are talking about mental health strategies for passing the Praxis exam. If you are new here, I want to just say thank you so much for coming on the show and for tuning into this conversation wherever you are watching or listening. Please check out the show notes. You will see some freebies in there for you. Now, this episode is specifically tied to the freebie self-care strategies for passing the SLP practice exam. So go ahead and check that out. Also, if you are interested, I do have a mindset self-care strategy mini ebook for you if you want to go ahead and grab that. And I'll include that link in the show notes as well. So let's get started. Loving your mind for passing the SLP praxis exam. That is the most important thing. Because it is your mind that is going to be in charge when it comes to this practice exam. Yes, of course, we're going to be using our hearts. We're going to be using our intuition when studying for and taking the practice exam. Of course, our bodies are going to be involved. But we're going to need our brain power and our cognitive energy to study for this exam, to make the plans to take it and to pass it. So we know that your mind is going to be the most one of the most important aspects that we're going to want to tend to. I think that SLP Praxis Preppers and practicing speech pathologists, people in other industries are guilty of this, that when there's such a big goal in mind, we forget the fact that we matter too. So yes, passing this exam is important, but we matter too. We are more than this exam. We are ourselves. So I am, right? That's when we type and in, tap into that. I am. So whoever you are, let's just say that your name is Laura. I am Laura. And I want you to pause for a second. And affirm that to yourself. I am and fill in the blank, whatever your name is. I am Kevin. And feel how powerful that is for you. Feel how much that means to you. If you're feeling disconnected from that, just say, I am. And you may notice after a while, you actually stop thinking about the exam altogether and start coming into center. Thinking about who you are and your identity We are all on the journey of finding our identity. We're all on this journey of finding our identity, but whoever you understand that you are right now is enough. So I'm so excited that you are allowing me to speak to this version of you to talk to you about mental health care strategies Let's go. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about five mental health strategies that you should 100% definitely consider when studying for preparing for the SLP Praxis exam. And as always, you'll hear me say this a thousand times. This goes beyond the SLP Praxis exam. This is your real life. This is your academic programs. This is your clinical fellowship, so on and so forth. So the first strategy, notice the signs and seek help when needed. So going back to the, I am Melanie, right? Going back to the, I am your name, understanding who you are, understanding your own normal patterns. I personally, as someone who has battled mental health, anxiety and depression, I was diagnosed with major depression before I went off to college. I had a terrible breakdown during college because of the culture shock and just everything else and in between that. And so, As someone who has been able to make it this far in my life and in my career and who has had those depressive episodes come back or those anxiety episodes come back. Look, just yesterday I had an anxiety attack. (laughs) Okay, so this is something that we go through, but I think that our mistake... As clinicians and as human beings is we aren't checking in with ourselves constantly and we're constantly on autopilot. And it's kind of just side effects of living in a capitalist society. We're taught that you need to be grind, 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 go, go, go. Company goal first, self second. But, and trust me, I'm guilty of this too, but I want us to reframe this reprogram our realities in the sense to where we are actually the most important. And then it's the goal. Because without us, the goal can't happen, right? So just think about that. Notice the signs and seek help when needed. Pay attention when your mood is changing. Now, I understand sometimes we could be a little bit moody, but if you're noticing that you're waking up grumpy, that's a sign that you need to check in with your mental health your behavior, your thought patterns. If you notice that you're constantly thinking about the worst-case scenario, if you're noticing that your your thinking is constantly taking a deep dive. If you notice that you're constantly hitting a wall, then that is a moment to check in with your mental health. Recognizing signs of anxiety, depression, these are all things that are necessary to understand. Just some quick signs of depression, low mood, loss of interest and in things that used to give you pleasure, changes in your sleep patterns, which is a whole other series talking about sleep, low energy, feelings of worthiness or guilt, difficulty concentrating, agitation and restlessness, the list goes on. Now, During the exam or as you're in this process of studying for the exam, you might notice your anxiety kicking up if you have excessive worry, restlessness, irritability, fatigue, muscle tension, difficulty concentrating. If you notice that you're biting your teeth a lot, that is definitely a sign. First of all, it's not good for your dental hygiene or your jaw, but that is just one of the telltale signs that you are anxious. So definitely make sure that you are checking in with yourself and you're also documenting when these things come up. I challenge you to be your own coach and your own therapist. Of course, get your own coach and your own therapist. But what I mean is take time to learn about yourself too. Sometimes you don't need a facilitator to do that. You can take time to learn about yourself. So if that means while you're in the car and you're having a breakdown, And, you know, maybe you don't necessarily have the time to sit and journal about your feelings. You have to go right into your clinical placement after the breakdown happens. Just make a little note and be like, you know what? I just had trouble regulating myself. Hmm. I have to teach kids how to regulate themselves all day long. So what would I tell them? And if I can't regulate myself, how am I going to teach a child or even an adult how to regulate themselves? So maybe when I go home, write it out, journal it out, pray, meditate. Number two, know that you are not alone. Know that you are not alone I just told you that I go through my own mental health challenges. Almost every client I have had since I've been coaching in 2021 have had mental health challenges. And there's just something about the high pressure of this exam that triggers your mental health. So if you were somebody who is watching this before even preparing, before the test process starts, kudos to you because you know that you can take the steps now to make sure that you are ahead of the game when it comes to your mental health. Understand that many people face mental health challenges. Connect with others who may have similar experiences. And so that's why I say it's so necessary to create a community of other people who are taking the SLP Praxis exam. Or maybe you have a homie who is taking the LSAT or something. Connect with them and make sure that y'all are constantly checking in with each other because especially after COVID, mental health is so, real. It's just so real. So keep that in mind. Number three, practice self-love. And I know that self-love has been such a buzzword since, I mean, I don't even know. Definitely since 2020, since the pandemic happened, we've just been talking about self-love, self-love. But I mean, truly and honestly, practicing self-love Practicing self-love by showing yourself gratitude for even the smallest things. Thanking yourself for turning on this podcast about mental health, because that means that you care about yourself. Thanking yourself for being so crazy to be the first one in your family to enroll in a graduate program, to apply for a graduate program. Saying, thank you, self. You did that. Thanking yourself for even waking up and getting out of bed if it's even though it's really hard sometimes. Showing yourself self-love, setting boundaries. I mean, y'all, these are whole episodes in and of themselves. So just get ready for a part two. <laughs> get ready of this being a whole series, okay? Number four, seek professional help when needed and do not be afraid. The first thing that comes to mind is people wonder if they can afford therapy. I know right now, I currently am seeing a better help therapist. Even better help can be a little bit pricey, but if you can get a discount, go ahead and do that. Check out your network. Uh, I go to psychologytoday.com and they have a whole plethora of therapists and that is a whole separate episode in and of itself, of, you know, pretty much dating for a therapist. Because I think that what people do is they'll see one therapist or maybe they'll see two therapists and they'll be like, eh, I didn't really like her. I didn't really vibe. I don't think I need therapy. And then they stop. So it's important to know that not every therapist is going to be your cup of tea. And you should definitely just take out the time. That's also self-care, just taking out the time to date your therapist, date for a therapist, figure out which therapist would be best for you and your needs. Just going back to the financial thing, check in with your school and see if they have insurance. If you're under 26, and if your parents have insurance, definitely use your parents' insurance, y'all. If you are under 26, and if your parents have insurance, <laughs> please use your parents' insurance. Soak it up all you can. <laughs> But that's just a side note on that. Okay. So yes, eliminate the stigma. Okay. Just just go ahead and get it out of your head. The stigma that a therapist is fill in the blank that you're crazy or there must be something wrong with you if you see a therapist. Okay. I'm in therapy. I will be in therapy probably forever, okay? I love therapy, and there is a school of thought that, well, if you're in therapy forever, is that counterintuitive because therapy should be just to see your therapist for a few months and then everything's fixed, which, you know, isn't, the, isn't exactly the words or the narrative that people say, but it's along those lines, and no shade to people who think this way. And at the same time, I think it's very important to go to therapy continuously because things continuously pop up. Just because we're getting older doesn't mean that things are getting easier. It means that there's always going to be something new that comes our way to figure out challenges, just like taking the SLP practice exam, right? So even though you've taken other certification exams or other standardized tests like the GRE, this might be your first certification exam and that comes with its own mental challenges, its own thought processes that you have to navigate and on top of learning how to set boundaries and all the other things that are important and encompassed in this whole process. So please do yourself a favor and seek a mental health professional just really in general, but If you know and have noticed throughout your graduate school matriculation that you're prone to anxiety or depression, see a therapist ASAP before it's too late, really, like before you get to the point of where you're struggling to get out of bed. You want to learn those coping strategies. Last but not least notify your support system so i already mentioned getting a support system getting a accountability system you know i said reach out to a homie who's taking the lsat or whatever but also your loved one so that could be your parents that could be your romantic partner that could be your friends let them know hey y'all i am taking the slp praxis exam this exam is really huge I'm going to be the first person in my family who's a speech pathologist or the first person in my family who's in the medical profession and I am nervous about it or I am filling the blank or I try not to think about too much about how it's going to make me feel, but just know I'm going through this thing. Maybe you don't even have to give them a precursor, but still let them know what, where you are in your journey and in your process. Okay, And that way, they'll be able to hold space for you. Now, if you don't know anybody in your network who is able to hold space for you, that is a whole other topic that I'll be very excited to talk about on this show. But that's why it's important to reach out to a mental health professional because they're literally hired and trained to hold space for you. So I hope that this episode helped. This is a whole series Mental health is incredibly important and unfortunately, people's mental health are constantly declining. So if this episode resonates with you, please check out the show notes for different resources to find therapists, hotlines if you're really feeling like you want to take your own life because I understand it has been real. Please, please, please seek help and support you need. So I'll go ahead and put those links in the show notes. And until then, I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye, fam.